Turn your TV to channel 3 because it's time for the legend of retro podcast at bx8b.com. Welcome to the Legend of Retro. I'm your host Jake and this is Godly Chops. Risen from the ashes of the Legend of Retro Grave. <laughs> Ooh, spooky! I'm a ghost! I'm most excited every episode to see what your intro is going to be, because the, each time it, it is more and more ridiculous. So, oh. But guys, welcome to episode 10. That's right, we hit double digits today. Oh my today. gosh, 10. 10. 10, 10. We're yeah. old enough to buy cigarettes now. No. Where? Maybe in the where south. Are we, yeah, where are we old enough to buy cigarettes at ten? <laughs> Siberia? Yeah. Maybe. So welcome to episode ten of the Legend of Retro, Korea? guys. We are your retro podcast for all your gaming needs. Yes, that's right. So let's just uh, hit it up real quick. Let's get these plugs out well, of the way. Good feeling you get when you plug play it. a good retro game. It's time. Plug to, it. It's time to plug my butt. Okay, plug here we it. go. <laughs> Social media, guys. Check us out. BXAB Gaming on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitch, wherever you want to find BXAB Gaming, we're probably there. So just go look. But check us out. We post all sorts of cool stuff about uh, retro and current gaming things. But BXAB Gaming is where you want to check out all the latest and greatest. And of course, go to BXAB.com. You'll see the Legend of Retro areas where we talk about a lot of this cool stuff. And then there's all sorts of other cool content on the website. So check it out. So, back by popular demand, we have heard you. Everyone's been talking about how much fun they had listening to the Pokemon episode where we did a bracket-style voting where we got it down to what is the best Pokemon of the first generation. And Psyduck! All hail, Emperor Psyduck. All hail. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Pokefan, insert your name here. I, Pokefan Ethan. I, Pokefan Jay. We'll solemnly swear. We'll, we'll solemnly, solemnly swear, swear from the day now, from, from the, the day, day now until the day dead. Until, until the, the day, day dead, dead, Psyduck will forever be my favorite and the best of the original 150 Pokemon. Psyduck, Psyduck will, will be my second blah, blah, favorite blah, blah. Pokemon of the original 150. <laughs> all hail Gengar! <laughs> oh, you, you, traitor! Murder. Psyduck for life! Murder! Murder! <laughs> all right, but Gengar's a bitch. <laughs> everyone wanted it. We're bringing it back. We are going to be counting. Uh, not counting down. We're going to be arguing about <laughs> our favorite NES game. That's right, original Nintendo game, and that's happening next week on the Legend of Retro. And we need your help. We want you to send it in on email, post it on social media, any way you can get the information to us of what uh, you think uh, some of the best NES games are, so we can add that into our top thirty-two bracket. And we're going to break it down, and we're going to argue. And I know they're going to gang up against me and eliminate all my favorite games because you guys send, are jerks. Send in your NES pick, or I will break your femur. Can I get a Psyduck NES game made and put that in the list? Sure, why not? It has to be officially licensed. Oh, Duh. sorry. Hey, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Episode 11 is going to take a while. All I'm saying, Ethan, is Nintendo needs the money. He probably can get it done. <laughs> They've got a gold mine. Get it? Because he evolves in the gold duck. Okay, I'm leaving. Waiting. I'm leaving. Right there. This has been a and great show, yellow. Ethan. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving forever. <sighs> Wait a second. Our house, Psyduck. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's right, guys. Send in your NES uh, picks, your favorite NES game. We're gonna build a bracket. We're gonna have some some great competition, and we're gonna see what is the best NES game. Also, and- if you're a good artist, send me some of your favorite hand drawn <laughs> Psyduck fan art <laughs> as as a all hail Psyduck, like in the style of like uh, presidential campaign posters or like yeah. with a crown. He, like, he I really likes Psyduck getting uh, getting uh, getting taken it from behind. You know? No, no, Psyduck giving it to somebody. No, 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 no. Duck bill. The unofficial Pokemon mascot of Let's the Legend of Retro. Let's go back to Torkoal porn and just put dude, Psyduck, dude, Psyduck in, in where Misty goes. Psyduck getting boned by Torkoal, Torkoal head. Yeah. Right in his duck butt. Oh, you do want that? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I want that good. for We're reals. on the same page then. Yeah. We're on the same page. I'm going to search. I'm going to see if I can find something. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, we also want to mention, guys, that you can listen to us every Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and of course, BXAP.com. Also, check out the BXAP podcast. Uh, they are on Tuesdays, and you can listen to them in the same locations, and they are all about current gaming, so check it out. All right. Do it. While he looks that up, we're going to get into our weekly topic here. We're going we're gonna to bring it up. It's a big one. It's got some, some superpowers related to it, and that is comics and video games. Holy shit, we're going there. What the hell... Would you like me to take over? No. Oh, okay. I'm still building this up. Oh, okay. Kaboom, pow, and a mixture of everything else. We got comics in video games. Here we go. Chops, what's your favorite comic video game, first of all? Oh, that's a heavy question. It's a question. loaded question. It is very loaded. Give like, me an answer. Go, quick. 40 caliber Top loaded. your head. Um, Maximum Carnage. Ooh, good choice. Hard I game, really, hard game. really enjoy it. Okay, that. Ethan, quick. I don't even want you to think hard on this one. Because... Technically, it's on the PlayStation 2, even though that's not what I played it on. I'm going to go uh, Ultimate Alliance, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Ooh, love that game. Ooh, I played it on the Wii, which is newer than we normally talk about here on the show, but I love that game. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance, very, very good. Mine would have to be, I'm going to go real quick, and that is similar to Ethan, X-Men Legends. Yes. Uh, which was before all, before it went Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I, I loved X-Men Legends. I played that a ton. Very Diablo-esque style game. Super fun. So, all right. So, some fun. So, those are a couple of our favorites. But why don't we talk about? Well, why are we talking about this? We're talking about it because there's for, tons of comic movies coming out for, for one in the last right. in this year, which is also like generating seven million of them. Yep, which is also generating uh, this nerd culture that's just growing out of control, where people are just losing their shit in the theaters. Nerd culture. Yeah, losing their shit in the video games, and we're, we're getting... You know, it's not even like a combination of the two. Turd unless you, culture. Unless you spelled it T-E-R-D. Turd. I thought spelled... <laughs> I thought, yeah. Okay, I guess it is spelled with a U. Yeah, yeah Well, is. that's what I was thinking, but yeah, you're all the... Uh, turd culture. I'm standing by what I said. Turd culture. But the weird thing about comic <laughs> movies, uh, a comic comic games and everything, is is this. When it's a comic movie game, it generally sucks dick. It's garbage. When it's a comic game, it can be great. Yes. Like Marvel vs. Capcom, right? Yeah. So Marvel vs. Capcom, or... Thor, the movie game. Thor, the movie game. Or <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Amazing or Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3, the worst fucking video game yes. ever made. Well, but Spider-Man 2, the original one, was really good. I have Spider-Man 3 on the Wii. It's okay. No, it's not. It's on the Wii, first of all, and we don't take your thoughts very... Close. Strongly, yeah, strongly. Jaws Unleashed could have been a comic book. Remember how I said? Oh. Remember how I said eighty-five percent of your games are terrible? It's about to go to ninety if you keep opening your mouth. 
95. Fact. <laughs> no, um, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but a lot just of not kidding. a lot of the movie comic games are terrible because it's just they're rushed out for the movie. They make no goddamn sense, and they don't want to give away anything from the movie. But the game has to come out before the movie, so they just make up bullshit that supposedly it's a movie game, but it has nothing to do with the goddamn movie. Yep. Super annoying. So, yeah, it's a weird uh, transition we have here because you get great games like, uh, I'm going to throw it out there, I really like Punisher for the Genesis. It's yeah. excellent. We played it, what, yeah. about a year ago? Yeah, it's like Streets of Rage with Punisher, you know, like, it's really cool. And then you'll get games like fucking Iron Man. <laughs> Do you remember the Iron Man game? The, the movie, sorry, the movie oh, Iron yeah, Man yeah, game. That, that was rough. Now, there, there is a pretty good Iron Man game, Iron Man and Mano Exo War, which yeah, is really another good. Another good, just, but again, but comic book video Indestructible game. Hulk. An awesome Hulk game. If they never made a Hulk movie <laughs> game, because it would have been garbage. If they did... Wait, no, maybe they did. If did they, they did, make, I just have blocked it I, from I my memory. they made one for the first one with Eric Bana. They might have, but I didn't yeah. play that because I know I know better. <laughs> yeah, but the Indestructible Hulk was an awesome comic book comic book based Hulk game. It was right. for the Xbox and PS2. Well, and you could put cars. You could you could put cars in your fists and punch people with them. Yeah, that was so That's cool. That's awesome. Yep. I I mean I love comic book games. Um, like example, the Arkham series. Yes. Okay. This is again we're getting to that point of a little bit too new of games for this show, but it's a great example of taking Batman, putting him into a game that with no movie relation at all, and creating an amazing series. Well, like the you know, Batman for NES was an awesome game, supposedly based on the movie. <laughs> True. But the story was fucked and fucking weird. Yeah. It's the only good movie comic book game ever. I, I, barely. <laughs> barely. I know, I know, I know. There's a couple out there, but... Um. Now, Comic Zone. That is a game based on the idea of comic books. Sure, absolutely. So, I love that game. It's super hard. Super hard. Yeah, I can't but, believe like I actually enjoyed it because it was so difficult. But that's a cool concept, though, of, of taking an idea uh, in the genre, but not necessarily applying it to a specific character. Well, this comes into our next point about this topic, and that simply is the... Um, oh, my God, the word slipped in my mind. The co- like comic books inspiring video games. Mm-hmm. So art styles coming from comic books that you're now seeing in video games, like cell shading and things like that. So in Comic Zone... Took a lot of obviously straight out aspects you used of paneling. Yeah, like, you used paneling, which is so cool. So I, um, you know, I totally agree with that game being very unique. And and it was yes, it was difficult, but you know what? Anybody that owned a Genesis knows about that. Like they oh, know yeah, that, you, that game. That game stands out. They in know your that mind. game. Um, and but on top of it is, I love comic books first of all, but I love seeing a lot of that art come into the games because while we were talking about. I think I was talking about uh, Turtles, uh, Mutants in Manhattan on the BXAP show. And if you look at the artwork of that game uh, that's coming out, you know, and Transformers Devastation, which came out last year, the cell shading, it's like its like you're literally looking at a comic book. It's like a 3D comic. It's amazing. And, and again, I'm not really talking about these games because they're too new. I'm talking about the the old 80s style, 90, early 90s style Transformers and Turtles being brought up into new games right. and then but keeping the artwork style the same and I love it. I love it. Huge fan of that. 
Uh, huge fan of, like, Beautiful Joe mm-hmm. on the GameCube. Um, Okami, which was crazy cool cell shading. I loved... This game was terrible. PS2, Auto Modelista was a racing car game. I don't even game. know that one. It was a racing car game, 100% cell shaded but supposed to, but with real cars and everything. Oh, wow. I was obsessed with that game before it came out just because you had all these really cool... Um, you know, like the Mazda RX-8, which is one mm-hmm. of my favorite cars, cell shaded. So, and and like you could, and then you could customize your car in the cell shading. So you put your decals and everything, and it was all cell shaded. I love there, great big fan of the art style. So, but uh, <laughs> great. Uh, Can I see produ- that again? Can producer that Ethan showing us some fucked up side of videos. It's it's uh you know once you get into oh, the boy. world of Tumblr, you'll see some weird stuff. It's someone cosplaying in a bikini with a uh, with a Psyduck head on and a slowpoke. And so there's a slowpoke. It's a little uncomfortable. Oh jeez. I mean, on an art style uh, concept though, what are some of your favorite games that art that made that comic books inspired the art style? Um, go ahead, Chops. Um, well, I think the Spider-Man Sega Genesis games were really neat because they kept that, it, it, you know, that Venom had that bluish blackish look to him in the comics. Uh, Carnage that reddish black, and then they they were able to stand out and they looked like scenes from the comic in the game um, and along with those cutscenes they were able to even in that bit era make those cell, those scenes in the comic look like the ones, or I'm sorry, make those scenes in the game look like the ones in the comic um, one I really 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 enjoyed though was the Batman and Robin Sega CD game I loved the way everything looked in that, it reminded me more of the animated series which I know isn't necessarily right from the comic but that that art style stands out of my head 100%. It's it's very like neon-y, um, but it still had it just felt so cool. It felt just like the animated series. Which that was one of the things that was really cool about that era in general, like the 16-bit era, is how well you would look at something, you know, I know we talked a little bit now, a week or two ago about movie games, something like the the Aladdin you know, in the mm-hmm. Lion Kings, where it's really felt like they captured the animation style of that and brought it into that. And with that, uh, that Batman and Robin game you're talking about, it looks like you're playing the cartoon show from the '90s. Yeah. And to have that true of a rep- representation in the art style made the game that much more enjoyable when you were a kid. And you had that one, and, and before that, you had Batman the animated series uh, as well. They were yes. two separate games. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you think like. Our age group, Batman the Animated Series, everyone knows what you can picture Batman, just that big chinned, you know, Bruce Wayne style, uh, and and that's what the game was. Uh, So, again, when when you can take a show that a kid watches every every Saturday morning and then make a game that, that again connects the two, but also make a good video game. You're go- like that's gold. It's pure gold for you. Um, and I mean, a great example of that is Pokemon. I mean, there's 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 a, there's an example of taking anime and spinning it in a way uh, to uh, which started. I mean, did we have a game? We had the game before we had the show. Technically, over here in the U.S., right? Yes. For Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you know, the game came so out like a, maybe a year yeah, before. Yeah, so there's that. Then it spins to the show, and the show evolves so much that when we spin back to the game, they they all affect each other. Right. And if you look at the the manga, 
It's very the similar. Ma- manga series has always been really popular with Pokemon and taking those early sprites that didn't have motion and black and white and sort of taking the stories that go from the manga to that. That actually has a really close kinship in the early days mm-hmm. of Pokemon that, uh, you, you know, the anime doesn't as much represent, but the manga absolutely Actually, on the manga, just a side point, they actually expand a little bit more, I believe, where there is a trainer green. So, you know, red, blue are the main, you know, I believe there's a female trainer green in the manga series. Yeah, so. Fact. That's fact. It might be fact. We don't question, we don't question producer Ethan when it comes to Pokemon. Pokemon, I know it all. But uh, but then you got things like you can go from games like Batman and Robin and and Batman the animated series even Batman Vengeance which was really good on the GameCube, um, PS2 and what Xbox or something. I, but anyways, like that that was a lot a real fun game. And then you go to Batman Begins. So here we go a game a, com- a game that came out after all those games, but it was based off the movie. Right. And it just crapped itself. And then right after what comes out, Batman. Um, Arkham Asylum. Yep. So, so again, the, the movie comic games just don't have a great like. Here's you know, the great. Here's no, here's a one of my favorite superheroes. Whatever, Blade. Blade and Blade Two had video games. In case you didn't know, <laughs> I'm trying to forget. I'm trying to forget those. So really bad. Um, how about how about Street Fighter? The movie, the video game. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's another great example. Because they did. They, so Ugh. Street Fighter is a manga, and then they decided, you know what? It's been so popular as its own game. Now we should make this movie. You know what? This movie was so great, which it wasn't. We should make it into a video game, and we're gonna do it just like Mortal Kombat. Listen, if we're gonna go, oh, if we're, if we're gonna try to make each other throw up here, then I'm gonna throw out. Catwoman, the video oh, game, God. 2004 for I the GameCube. Never played that. Never played That's it. right. Based it's, off the Holly Berry Catwoman movie. It's bad. It's terrible. Followed up by none other than the one I brought up, The Crow City of Angels oh, for the Sega God. Saturn. That actually came out on uh, PlayStation as well. So you can get it on the PlayStation in case you oh, guys wow. really want it. But terrible comic book to movie to video game. Okay. So I want to bring up a good. Well, I remember this being a fun game, but I didn't know if you guys played it. Did you play the Spider-Man versus the Kingpin for the Sega CD? No. <clears throat> New. New. So, <clears throat> just you should play it, for one, because it's like side-scroll, beat-em-up, everything you want. You know, you play a level, and then you beat a villain. But the funny thing is, it's the Kingpin is setting off, is going to set off a nuclear bomb in Manhattan. And you have to defeat certain bosses to get keys to disarm the bomb and then fight the kingpin before he drops Mary Jane in a bile of acid. Um, that's a besides the point. Um, but this game had alternate endings depending on what you were able to accomplish. That's pretty good. Which was sweet. And it incorporated tons of villains from the series. So you fought Doc Ock, Sandman, the Lizard, Hobgoblin, Vulture, Mysterio, Electro, and Venom. To obtain all the keys, so this is this is like and Kingpin's the one who's behind it all. This is like a perfect Sinister Six game. And what system is this? This on? is for the CD, Sega hmm. CD. So like, it's like to take an aspect of the comics, which in Spider-Man specifically, 
you know, you have a, a person who's in charge. Usually you don't really know who it is. And then you have these seemingly unrelated villain attacks. But then when you start piecing it all together, it's part of a larger plot. And that's what this game kind of did. It kind of took those story arcs that Spider-Man had in the comics in the 90s and tried to put it into a video game, and they did a pretty good job with it. So what you're saying is it's probably on par with the 2007 Ghost Rider video game. Oh, why do you have to bring up Ghost Rider? <laughs> Ghost Rider is an awful Nicolas movie. Nicolas Cage is in this game. It doesn't make it's it amazing. good. It just makes it, it makes it... <laughs> it's ironic. Anything he's in is just ironic. Oh, and by the way, it was oh. Iron Man 2 was the game I was uh, referencing. Oh, was that the one? Okay. Yeah, I feel bad because I bought that for my wife back in the day. You did, yeah. Brand new and thinking that she was, because she was obsessed with Tony Stark and I thought it would be really cool and then she like went up in the air once and then couldn't figure, couldn't get her. It was bad. She couldn't get Tony Stark back on the ground. It was, it was rough. But yeah. I, I want to, like, I want to, uh, do you still have that game? That's Spider-Man Yeah, game? we do. We have it at my house. Yeah, I'm interested in check that out. It's a lot of fun. But before that, I think we should probably play <laughs> Judge Dredd. Judge Red was actually pretty decent. I've never played it. I like that. Game. Is it on CD or it's on it was Sega, it, wasn't it? It's on a lot of it. Uh, Judge Dread '95 is SNES Genesis Game Gear Game Boy. So it's a lot like the um, Hulk game, the the original NES Hulk or Sega Hulk game, where you're like, it, it's kind of a platformer, but you like go down and you like go through doors and you kill guys and you have some different weapons and and things like that. Uh, which, by the way, the <laughs> Sega Hulk game is not a good game. This is um, that's very yeah. difficult. This is a but this, the Dread game is fun. Here's an example of Judge Dredd and, and what they do. Um, Judge Dredd arcade canceled. Judge Dredd 1986 Commodore. Judge Dredd 1990 uh, Atari. Judge Dredd 95, which was the one that we actually uh, is half decent. Judge Dredd 97 PlayStation, PS, PS3, PS Vita because they re-released it on the Vita. Judge Dredd Pinball in oh, 98 God. on the PC. Judge Dredd. Dread vs. Death in 2003. <laughs> Does he fight the Grim Reaper? I don't know, but it's on the Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. I need to oh, check this one out. Then it gets better. Judge Dread vs. Zombies in 2011 oh, on mobile no. phones. How did Dread have so many games? And then Judge Dread Countdown Sector 106, 2012, mobile phones, PC, Mac. <laughs> Dread on the Mac. <laughs> So there's an example of taking a comic book that ha- that was very good. I mean, like Dread. The only reason Dread has any credit is because of the comics, right? And uh, just slinging trash out. Besides, maybe one decent, okay game that if we revisit on the retro relapse down the road, we probably are going to say we were wrong. Oh my god! But yeah, well, oh my god! I, what I just had an epiphany. Okay, could it be Kiss? Psycho Circus, the nightmare child for the Dreamcast. Was that your epiphany? No. Is it the one that's Ethan, based on the comic? Because Ethan would love... Yes, it's is the, it one the one with the, with their blood in it? Yes, and Ethan oh, would love God. to play that game. I'm sure Kiss had a comic book because they're the absolute worst and throw their <laughs> face on every piece of hot garbage on the planet while shoving your awful music into your ears. God, I hate Kiss. But, um, okay. but what, what, were saying? Saying? what were you saying? Kiss is shitty. Now, <laughs> this game, I will say is good. LPJ may disagree with me. But I think you will like it too. Near and J. it predates its terrible, terrible movies. It's a comic book movie. Does anyone want to guess no. which, which way I'm going? Darkman. No, it, it's it's a <laughs> Darkman the game. <laughs> yeah, it's a game. It's a video series or a movie series that has consistently had terrible movie versions of it. The Land Before Time? I mean, the first one was good, but everything, you know, no. they produced like 10 hot garbage. I'm talking about comic book movies. Oh, The Land Before Time could have been a comic book. I was just spitballing. Every movie that has come out with this title on this comic, House of the Dead. No, 
Every a, every movie. Every one of them. Resident Evil. We refused to see the newest one, which had come out maybe a year or two ago. I. And they recast a main character, very different, I think just for, they took it to the ultimate version of it, but maybe not. Oh, Fantastic Four. Yes. Oh, there was a P- oh, Fantastic Four. There was a PS1 game for the Fantastic Four that was like 3D-ish world where you played as the, the Fantastic Four and you fought against, and the only level I remember is Mole Man. It came out <laughs> a bunch, a bunch of Mole Man. Mole Man from The Simpsons? No. A bunch of Mole Man and then the Mole Leader guy, and it was an awesome game. I loved that game. It came out in 97. Yes. Yep. That game was awesome. And that, unfortunately, is like the one Fantastic Four other than the comic thing that has come out that has been good. Yeah, you're right, because the rest of this list looks horrible, yeah. including two more movie games oh, that did probably a whole lot of nothing. Glad I didn't. But yeah, um, another shout-out that we did a retro relapse of that is based off a comic book, Little Nemo the Dream Master. Hmm. Oh yeah, that yep. fucked up game. Yeah, that game that uh, Xander, that beat, Xander right? beat for us. Yeah, so, but um, and then of course when you get into uh, some really good games that were made would be Marvel. Marvel Comics has just has a great list of games. Uh, Marvel Superheroes, Marvel Superheroes War of the Gems, Marvel Superheroes vs Street Fighter, and then it got into Marvel vs Capcom Clash yep. of the Superheroes, Marvel vs Capcom Two, New Age of Heroes. Uh, and then, and then Marvel Nemesis came out in two thousand five, and they uh, crapped themselves on that one. Followed up by Ultimate Alliance, and then Ultimate Alliance two. So again, rebounding strong. Um, but let's not forget probably one of the best comic books that most people don't even realize came from a comic book, went to a movie, and then was also made into a decent Super Nintendo game, The Mask. I was gonna say oh, Toitles. Toitles? Well, Toitles and Toyn. Turtle Turtles is obviously a great choice, but the mask is uh, is a surprisingly decent Super Nintendo game that uh, you know came from a Jim Carrey movie that was was very big back in its day and based off a comic book. But yeah, so I mean, there's a there's a lot of gar- I would say there's more garbage than there is gold. Oh, here's a good one, Spawn. Well, which Spawn? There's some terrible Spawn movies. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking the PlayStation Spawn, Spawn right? Right. Oh, sorry, Spawn games. That's what I meant, yeah. Isn't, isn't there one for the PlayStation that was really good, or Xbox? Uh, um, I'm trying to remember I don't know if I've ever played a Spawn game. I'm about to tell you that I've played many Spawn games, and I don't know if any of them are good. I'm trying to look it up Just right check. I just checked my brain. No, none of them are good. Spawn Armageddon. Yeah, wasn't that it? Spawn, Spawn I, I, yeah, that is a game, and it does exist, and I do own it, but it's, uh, are you talking about the one that's like third person, and, and it's more it's story-driven? I think so. That's Spawn Armageddon. Uh, it, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it was inspired by issues 1 through 99. Yes. Yeah, so that one was pretty good. I've played it recently, and it's, it's not... It's a hack and slash. It's a hack and slash, and it's it's pretty <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's not too bad. For Again... For a game that is very similar to other hack and slashes, and you're putting a skin on it, it was it was better than most. But how about Popeye? <laughs> was Popeye ever a comic? It was a comic. Was it a comic before it was a cartoon? Oh, absolutely. It was yeah. like a 
Newspaper comic. Newspaper strip, yeah. newspaper. Well, we know who my video game crush is. Yeah, that's right. That's oh. why I bring it up. A little of oil. Well, well, hey, hey. Have you ever played, can, 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 have you ever played the NES, Popeye? <laughs> oh, of course. That's why I picked her as my video game crush. Uh, my brother had it growing up, okay. so we played it all the time. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Have There's... you ever played Popeye Rush for Spinach on the Game Boy Advance? Well, let's head to our nearest local <laughs> game store. I'm going to get on eBay right now. Popeye <laughs> Rush for Spinach? Yep, GBA. Ooh, let me take a hot look at this on eBay. That's but no, right. I haven't played it, but I, I love the Popeye game. It's great. Yeah. So, um, and then we talked about the Punisher. Uh, the only Punisher that I've ever played that was any decent that was decent is um, the Punisher for the Genesis, which Did- also was on the arcade. And if you ever got a chance to play it on the arcade, it was fantastic because it was basically like the X-Men, the, the Simpsons. It, it was that exact cabinet except Punisher, so it was way more brutal. Now, here's, here's a terrible Punisher game, the one for the Game Boy. Have you ever played that one? <laughs> yep. It's oh, a yeah. rail shooter that goes from left to right, <laughs> and you just shoot the shit out of guys. You just kill everybody. Yeah. Hard-ass game. I, I played it many times, many times growing up. Right. Terrible, yeah. though. Popeye Rush for Spinach, loose for about uh, $13. Nice. We need to pick that up for Does it for come a with a can of spinach? No. We should do a video of you playing it, but you have to eat spinach while you play I it. I love eating spinach. Raw I have... spinach from a can. Not from a can. No, I like, it has I like... to be from a can. I don't want canned spinach. Here's another great game that a lot of people don't know about, and that is RoboCop vs. The Terminator. I don't think I've played that. Yeah, Sega Genesis is what I have it for, but I believe it's actually out on SNES and Sega Genesis. That was uh, That's a really fun game, yeah. and that's one I didn't play back in the day. I just recently found it, and I was like, I didn't even know this existed type thing. Played it. I was like, this is really cool. Cool. Like a mashup. Yeah. That's the other thing. You don't see a ton of mashup besides you know, Marvel's Capcom. You know, fighting games, like you, you get some mashup, but that was a fun, like, story-driven game where... Your uh, RoboCop trying to defeat the <laughs> Skynet, basically. Oh, okay. It's pretty interesting. So yeah, that that was one I liked. Um, you know, another big series that I've never been huge into, but is very popular uh, for a long time was Sam and Max. Yeah, I never got into yeah, that big, either. Big, big, big Sam and Max. Uh, how about one that I know you loved? Little too, little on the newer end, but Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That was a fun game. Super fun music. Awesome gameplay, awesome. It's just a beat 'em up that's difficult, but a lot of fun. Yeah, you played a lot of that game, and that was a cool game because it, you know it took aspects of the movie, but it made it. It was it was like an eight. It's all bit, based around the comic. It was yeah. like an eight sixteen bit type yep, game. It was a reimagined bit game. Yeah, it was really cool. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna wrap this up, guys. But we were talking about the influence of comics and video games, and as you can tell from our lists and everything like that, is. There's a lot out there. Unfortunately, there's a lot of trash, and uh, you know you got to sift through it. But there are some gems that you need to check out. Hundred percent. Most of them are fighting games. <laughs> a lot of them are fighting games, but yeah. Um. All right. So one more question before we completely wrap this up, and we can okay. go around the table. Uh, if you could take one comic book and make it into a game of any style, what comic would you make into what game? Easy. I would love. I would love to take the Metroid manga and make it into a game. No, this is not about Metroid. Mark this bitch down. This is not about Metroid. Here's what I would do. I would want a X-Men Legends Marvel Ultimate Ultimate Alliance style game, Age of Apocalypse. Mm, So like a third X-Men Legends. They already have that. They already had a new Age of Apocalypse one like that. No, they did not. Unless that's what X-Men Legends 2 was. No. Didn't they? No. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. You, you know can, there is a Metroid manga, though, right? 
Yeah, no, I'm aware. Okay, yes. I have a copy of it on my phone. I read it sometimes. Yeah, it's, while pooping. It's good. It's decent. It ex- you know, it's a nice here's, little Here's why thing. it's good. It's something. Uh, uh, it's something to about Metroid. <laughs> so. Yeah, X Men Two was Rise of Apocalypse. Right, but that had nothing. It was Rise of Apocalypse, but it wasn't Age of Apocalypse. Oh, We're you not, want specifically that that I want that, that universe. I want because they did have some uh, Age of Apocalypse like skins you could put for the. They characters. did, yeah, they did have a few. Yeah. But I, I want the story of Age of Apocalypse to be played out in a in a Marvel Ultimate Alliance style type game. That that's what I would love. Okay, fair enough. We got a Civil War, and it was good, and that was good. Or not Civil War? No. Sorry, we got Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, yeah. it was Ultimate Alliance. Ebone, I want like an Assassin's Creed style game of Moon Knight. Ooh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's a character I've slowly been getting a little more into, and I I just kind of dig him. And I I thought that'd be, you know, you're kind of stalking around at night and solving mysteries and uh, killing people. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. That'd be neat. What about you? you, What did you say? I'm trying to think of one that I would really... um, So I think I'd either want a Booster Gold version of a game. He's a comic book character that's really cocky. He has, like, sponsors on his superhero costume. So like racing sponsors and like like drink sponsors and he's just a real cocky asshole, but then he is beats the shit out of people cuz he's super strong. Or a Shazam one where it's a mix of you being Shazam but then you're also the kid, Billy Baxton. So you're so there's a mix of gameplay in there based on the abilities of the character. Yeah, I like that. Um by the way, Ultimate Alliance 2 did have Civil War story to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would also take Batman Beyond, and, and they did it in the N64. Yeah. It's not very good. I own it, but I would love to take Batman Beyond and, and spin it into a new video game like Arkham series. But, that would be But sweet. that future world with Terry McGinnis. That'd be dope. I'd be all over that one. Naked. My wife is staring at me weird. She brought me... Uh, she just she handed brought, you a phallic food. <laughs> she did. She brought me a really nice uh, treat here. A little like, bit of cheese steak. Uh, well, so, I mean, since we have her here real quick, let's ask her. If you had to pick one comic book that you like to turn into a video game, do you, what would you pick? Well, I don't read a whole lot of comic books. Because reading is for nerds. You want me to answer this for you? Mouse Guard. Ooh, that would be good. Um, I was going to go Rocket and Groot, the Scotty Young stuff, because um, I have been reading that. What's, what style, though? If it was Rocket and Groot, like I would instantly go with like the old uh, Streets of Rage style, Rocket and Groot, just going you know, side-scrolling and, and blow-shoot everything up. Or, type uh, thing. or Contra. Like, yeah, like a Contra like a feel. Like a, like a two-player Contra feel. <laughs> but, but it had like... Interaction where, like, if you played two player, like Rocket could jump on top of Groot yeah. and you could like power up Combo because of moves it. and stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Or like an RPG because you know I'm a horror for RPGs. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we'll all, we'll if you want it to be awful, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, and then last question for Jade, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. Is what is your favorite comic book game? Retro. Style. Yeah, a retro style game that that would have been inspired by a comic book. Mm. Can you come back to me in like a minute? I'll come back to you in two seconds. Think about it. 
But uh, guys, while we let Jade think about it, make sure to chime in your choices. What's your favorite comic book game? What is a comic book you would love to be turned into a video game? Chime in at info at bxab.com. Hit us up on social media, BXAB Gaming, or just leave it in the podcast page on our website, bxab.com. You know, while Jade's thinking, I own a comic book that I would love to be have made into a video game. I own a first edition print of the Kevin Nash comic book. Oh, Professional God. wrestler Kevin Nash had his own comic book. I never read it, but he, I think he has a gun I on it. I never read it. I think it's like a Punisher style. video of, game made of it. I just want Kevin Nash in like a shaft role. He was in Punisher, wasn't he? He yeah. was. He was the he big, was the big, uh, big Russian guy. Yeah, yeah, the sailor guy in uh, in the Punisher. Oh, my God. He was also the super shredder. Wait, what? Kevin Nash. You know when, when Shredder turns into Super Shredder in Secret of the Ooze? In number two? Yeah, that the guy in the Super Shredder shoot, suit is professional oh, wrestler that. Kevin Nash. That's yeah. so sweet. That makes Boom. me like that movie so much better. Not just regular Kevin Nash. Professional wrestler. Professional wrestler. <laughs> Detroit's own Kevin Nash. Oh, oh I didn't boy. know that. Is, is Sci-Fi AJ's ex-girlfriend's mom dated Kevin Nash back in high school. <laughs> True story. Fact. Is Kevin Nash still single? No, Kevin Nash has a wife and a couple kids oh, and lives down in Florida. Do you have an answer for us? Yes. What is it? Well, I really liked X-Men 2 for the sake of Genesis. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a terrible answer. <laughs> Why is that a terrible answer? But I also really enjoyed watching you guys play Dinosaurs for Hire today. I want we haven't talked oh. about that yet, but it's I want okay. I want to talk I wanted you to pick a comic book that you like. To turn into a video game. No, you oh. already did that. You asked her for oh, her yeah, favorite yeah. game. X2 from Genesis? <laughs> yeah. It's a perfectly good answer, It's a terrible answer. That game's horrible. I'm just Man, kidding. maybe the host should remember what he's asking people. Yeah, I got oh. tied up. I got oh. tied up with Kevin Nash oh. being in... Listen, <laughs> his listen. brain got melted from his hoagie smells. No, listen, what happened was <laughs> I found out hoagies. Kevin Nash was Super Shredder, and I had no idea, and I, I was like, know. wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I lost track. So, all right. I am sorry, but... So, X-Men 2 Clone Wars for the Sega Genesis. What? Yeah, oh, I thought you combined Star Wars with that for a second there. No, it's called Clone Wars. <laughs> That's what that. you talk about, right? For the Just Sega, say yes. For the yes. Sega Genesis. Okay. The one where you could be you could be Wolverine and you could climb the walls with your uh, claws, and then you could also be Gambit and kill people with cards. Yeah. You could be Cyclops, and you could be Nightcrawler. <laughs> Cyclops and just be a bitch. Yeah. yeah. And I was always Wolverine, so like they climbed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Clone Wars. You could also climb in Wolverine Adamantium Rage on the Sega Genesis. Not as good. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> there you have it. Not as good. Guys, that has been our comic, uh, our topic of the week, comics in video games. So feel free to continue the conversation over on our website, bxab.com. We will happily answer questions about Moon Knight and why he's better than Batman. Because he's badass. That's right. Moon Knight is... comic that uh, AJ was reading in the bathroom? Was it Morbius? Morbius. <laughs> yeah, we he don't was wa- sending us pictures? <laughs> yeah, we don't want a Morbius comic or game, so... Or comic. <laughs> or comic, yeah. Get out of here, or, <laughs> or that character ever to be created, oh, but, we, but we've already gotten past that point. So, All right, guys. So next up, we have the... Um, Retro Relapse. Is it, yeah, we're, we're going... Re- out. Yeah, we're going to... Re- 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 Bye, Jade. Yeah. Bye, Brick Bitch. Brick Bitch, bitch guys. Brick ha- Bitch. Have fun with your Legos. Retro Relapse for this, for this week. Real quick, though, just, just so everyone understands why the hell we call her Brick Bitch. Jade is streaming Lego Jade. building. Big turds. Yeah, 
fucked up turds. <laughs> <laughs> She's got she poops turds that she, you can build with. Yeah, yeah. She shits Legos. It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't had to buy Legos for years. But oh, no, for gross. real though, guys, she uh, she is on our Twitch channel, um, and we're going to be scheduling her here soon for her own show, Brick Bitch, where she will be building Star Wars, Simpsons, Marvel, all sorts of different types of Lego sets for you guys. So make sure to check that out. That's going to be really cool. So Brick Bitch. All right. Um, but yeah, we got some retro relapse to get to. And this week, we had a very special find that happened right before the show. Here it is, guys. Retro Relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. All right, guys. This week, it's a gym. Everyone's been waiting for this moment. I tried to make it happen months ago and some fucker hoed me out on eBay and I had to cancel the goddamn transaction but here it is I walked into my local um, disc replay my local retro game store and I'm wandering around and I look and I go holy shit I finally found it dinosaurs for hire yeah we it It was like victory before i even got the glass open i was actually protecting the glass i was like anybody coming by the sega genesis glass i was like get the fuck away this game's mine (laughs) bitch back up so that's right i picked up a copy of dinosaurs for hire for 9.99 which is actually a pretty good price for this game and for those of you that don't remember way back when about when we, last May? Yeah, when we April? only had one show, um, we we talked about this this comic book that we picked up at Motor City Comic Con. <laughs> and it was called Dinosaurs for Hire, and it was fucked up. It was like dinosaurs having the, sex with human humans, women. Humans, but they're robot dinosaurs. And they're robot dinosaurs. And, and they they're they like swear, doing, and they got guns, and they yeah, smoke. Yeah, and they're like, like, and they're fucking bitches left and right. Yeah. And we're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> we found out there's only six issues of it. And then we found out they made a fucking video game of it. So it goes right back to this whole concept of like <laughs> this comic book. They had six issues. Yeah. Somehow got a video game made. <laughs> It was great, and it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Better than the comic books. Here's the one time that the game is better than the comics. Maybe. I mean, the comics are fun. Yeah. But this game, this game is this game is solid. Dinosaurs for Hire, uh, published by Activision. Uh, Was it Activision? I don't know. I thought you said it was a claim. Maybe? A claim, a claim. That's what it was. was That's it? what it was. Are you yeah. sure? I, don't, I, I'm almost, I just said that earlier. I didn't have any basis. I'm almost positive. I Wikipedia the shit out of this game back in the day, and now, now I'm having a hard time. But why don't you tell us about your experience? All right, just kind of lay it down for you. Dinosaurs for Hire starts off with a very cinematic experience of a dinosaur climbing the Hoover Dam. <laughs> and it doesn't say it's the Hoover Dam, but it's a giant dam, and there's stairs. And I'm like, well... I'm going to assume it's the Hoover Dam. And eventually you end up underneath it. Correct. So there's a good chance so what that it happens was. Is it did say the Hoover Dam. And there was a point where it told you it was the Hoover yeah. Dam. Yeah. What happens is this dinosaur is like destroying Hoover Dam and you start shooting it and then it knocks you off and you have to try to work your way back up. Uh, which doesn't make sense because actually you go to the Empire State Building at some point. <laughs> um, but anyways, you choose from three different dinosaurs. Uh, oh my gosh. Axel, Reese... And I don't know who the third one was. We didn't play as a third we one. We were, only played we were way We were way off on this, by the way. Let me just correct ourselves. Okay. This was published by Sega, developed by Malibu Interactive. Okay, I was way wrong. Yeah. That's fine. I'm more normally the wrong. The game featured Archie, Archie, Lorenzo, and Reese. Wow, I had one of those, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and they're just there's a Stegosaurus, a Triceratops, and a Brontosaurus. Uh, yeah, and then just so that everyone knows, because we never made it to this, but a fourth character actually becomes playable later in the game. No shit, really? Called Crino. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, this game is in the vein of a platformer mixed with Contra. So you're shooting bullets, killing guys, but you're scaling up, down, left, uh, and right, and you're just basically shooting a bunch of guys that run at you, some bigger things that, that tank some damage, and then there's like a mid-boss halfway through a bunch of levels, and then there's a bigger boss. So... It started out with you climbing a building, and then it went to you going to the subway, then in the sewers, and then when we got to the Empire State Building, um, Ethan took over, and he climbed the Empire State Building, and you fight the first big boss, which is the minot- Mecha Minotaur. It was a Mecha like Minotaur. That. And it's this robotic Minotaur trying to take down the Empire State Building. Uh, so you basically shoot his arms off, and then you shoot his head. It was weird when we got there, because then all of a sudden, it was like I couldn't die. Like, the life meter went away, yeah. and I just shot at it. It was it was almost like a, like a modern day when you just sort of have to do your uh, quick, time. quick time events. And I like that. I like that aspect, because that gets me thinking, like, maybe in the beginning of the game, you can actually beat that dinosaur, but I don't know. No, actually, it turns out the dinosaur in the beginning is uh, part of the humor that came from the comic. Uh, it's the the initial uh, psych out, opening the game, and then sending you crashing down to go fight ninjas. Oh, so there's no way to beat it, and it's simply just something that they, they put in there as a reference to the comic books about how just... Just ridiculous psycho. That's sweet. Because yep. that's that's awesome. Yep. Uh, a lot of critics and, and ourselves, even us, said this is that it basically plays similar to Contra. It's yeah. very Contra esque. Even the power ups play like Contra, um, except to the point of ridiculousness that you had. <laughs> why, why don't you explain what happened for you? So you get power ups to where you're starting out with a single shot gun, then it gets split, and then it gets super bullets. Well, it progresses in that point, and after you get the first super bullets, you just get bigger bullets. So at one point, like I'm shooting like donut or like large pizza size bullets from my gun, three at one time, and it's basically one shotting everybody. And they're gigantic, and they're just clearing rooms, and it's one of the greatest things. What sucks is just like in Contra. If you die, you lose your power up. So to work back up to that point was was kind of difficult. I don't think I would have gotten there again. But if you're able to hold on to it from the beginning of the game without dying, which is pretty easy, like like as, even as difficult as the game was, the, it felt playable. Unlike Absolutely. a lot of Sega games that you just get discouraged on the controls and the way that the AI is very difficult. Yeah. So it, it, was, it real, was good. Real good. And um, for, like I loved the that you had a melee, you had to, you had to shoot, and then and then you had to jump, uh, and then you had like a like a, me- a mega bomb, yeah, you know, a mega bomb, and. For the most part, the game, you know, yeah, the hit detection is a little off, like most of these games right. back then. But it felt solid. I was really surprised. It, it, it was a, it was a well polished game. Actually, we would have kept playing if we could. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't have to record our dumbass show, we would have kept playing. Absolutely. Yeah, because Ethan was loving it, and, but, and I was honest, having a blast. You, you don't like a lot of our retro games. That we play. No, yeah. a lo- I don't know. It just feels like at least for the last month, a lot of the retro games we've picked have just been like a punch in the Friday dick. Friday the Thirteenth was a gym. Punch in the dick. <laughs> yeah, punch in the dick. By the way, we have a quote. From from the game, uh, if it ain't been shot, shoot it. 
That's that's one of the quotes from the game. Oh boy. They, <laughs> Also, the type of things you hear at a Ted Cruz rally. Yeah. Oh, Let, God. Let's give a slight, uh, a little description of the game here. A psycho dictator unleashes mobs of biogenetic dinosaur freaks. These four dinosaurs for hire take on a mission, blasting through hordes of ninjas and prehistoric beasts the size of skyscrapers. Yes. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jay, did you enjoy it? I thoroughly enjoyed it to the point where I want to play this game. More. I want to, yeah, I want to see this game. And beat. every time we got to a new level, too, it was very different. So, like, I was interested to see the the enemies and 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 then get to the boss. And I like that some of these levels had multiple parts. It was like Subway A, Subway B, boss. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, I I really really enjoyed the game. Ethan, I liked it. I was having fun, and I mean that's really what it's all about. We've played plenty of retro relapse ga- games lately that were zero fun <laughs> <laughs> slash punishing, like less than fun. Uh, so the fact that this was thoroughly enjoyable across the board, you know, and it, it made is a game you want to keep playing, then, you know, that's a big thumbs up for me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's pull out the 8-bit scale here, and we're going to start with Chops. Uh, what would you give this game on an 8-bit scale? I would give this game 7 bits. Um, due to the fact that I thoroughly enjoyed it, I had a ton of fun with it. the The style of gameplay was very easy, um, but reminiscent of classic games that I love, and they're dinosaurs shooting guns. Only thing I didn't like was uh, the controls. I didn't know I didn't know about the bomb until I looked it up on the internet. And we were halfway through whatever we were playing, so that was kind of annoying because you picked up these power ups for this bomb and you didn't know you had them. But other than that. I mean, that's something you get common with most of the old retro games. There isn't any explanation. Unless you have the manual, which we didn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would give it a solid... Actually, seven and a half bits. Yeah, I would get, I'm going to give it the... Uh, oh, man. I really... Like, a lot of Sega games, to me, just have not lived up to the hype. Like, I love Earthworm Jim still. still I'll still play that. But, like, a lot of these games I thought were great have just... I can't even play them barely anymore. Yeah. So this game to come out and just kind of surprise me like this, I would have to, at a $10 price tag, give it give it the 8. I'm going to give it the 8. I think this game is cool. I love dinosaurs, first of all. You, then you take dinosaurs, you put guns in their hands, you give them a little bit of an attitude, and uh, you, know, you, you got me sold. I almost wish that the comic book actually was revitalized or had a longer lifespan. That'd be sweet. We were a little bit wrong on the comic book. It had nine issues before it was canceled in 1990, and then three years later, in 93, came back for 12 more issues. Oh, wow. Then, it, then it's then it's We should get done. all those issues. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. And uh, the one thing we didn't say is Dinosaurs for Hire, it actually, in the title, it says, Tom Mason's Dinosaurs for Hire, right. right? And that's the creator. It's the American comic book series created by Tom Mason in 1988. Um, and it was published by. It was the first comic book published by Eternity Comics. Oh wow! Uh, so kind of you know just a little background of where like where it came from on the comic book side into the uh, the the video game side, but yeah, uh, very very cool. Um, Ethan, all right, give me a score. I'm gonna go a little bit lower, and I, I can justify it. I'm gonna say six point seven five. <laughs> I didn't want to give it a seven because I felt like that was too close to a perfect score. Uh, but I even thought six and a half was being a little harsh. My thing was there were points where I wasn't really sure how we made it out because the enemy onslaught was unbearable. There were points where it was like, I have no idea how we survived it, what we got through, things like that. And it was just that was points where it almost felt bogged down and 
not fun. It felt like it was just an onslaught of being hit for the sake of your lives being taken. It didn't. There were points where I felt like we didn't have a fair shot at actually defending ourselves. And, you know, I know that was sort of a thing that was continuing as we played. There was more and more of that. And so for me, I was like, oh, that design-wise, that was almost a little too much. But I had a blast playing it. The music was good. The concept was fun. So almost a 7, 6.75 for me. I think it's a must. It's a must own for you if you're a retro collector. Oh, yeah. For 10 bucks, yeah. it's it's a no-brainer for 10 bucks. It's Absolutely. a game you will play till completion. Yeah. yeah. Let's um and, and let's go ahead and throw this out there. The uh, the you have three char- three four playable characters technically eventually, uh, but the characters T Rex named Archie who dresses like the Terminator, you have a Triceratops named Lorenzo who wears a Hawaiian shirt, and a one eyed Stegosaurus named Reese who wields heavy weapons. Who that's who Chops plays. Yeah. Uh, I played as the ter- as the tri- uh, Triceratops, and then lastly the one that we didn't get to see a pterodactyl named Crino. So. One question is, there was a two-player mode, so I'm curious to see if it's two dinosaurs on the screen at the same time, or it's trading back and forth Mario style. I think it's probably like that, because they, they were big sprites. I would imagine it'd be hard to get two of those on the screen. The other thing that this game doesn't do is there's no up and down. It's just, you, it, it's left to right, but like in uh, in Turtles in Time or whatever, how you can actually transition up four, and down. Four screen, four, front of the screen and the back of the screen. Yeah, the only time you had that was like in the subway, you could go like a higher level, lower level. So to have two characters and technically you can't separate yourselves like in Battletoads or whatever, I don't know if you could really do that at the same time. Yeah. Or if you can, it'd be kind of a mess. So Maybe we'll have to run upstairs after the show and give it a try to player. Very possible that it's going to happen. But, all right, guys, so that's been Retro Relapse. We love Dinosaurs for Hire. You need to check it out. Sci-Fi AJ was hyped for this. He's been he's been asking since he bought the comic book for a dollar. Uh, here you go. It actually was really, really good. It was awesome. Really good. So check it out. Dinosaurs for Hire, Sega Genesis. Uh, you know, the cartridge is about 10 bucks. If you buy it complete in the box, I think I found it for $25 uh, complete in box. So... Um, guys, remember, always send in your request for um, Retro Relapse. So thanks, so, Sci-Fi AJ, for requesting this one. Yeah, exactly. This was this was a request from a while ago, but we got to it. We got it out of the way, and uh, and it was worth it. So send in your request, info at bxab.com, and uh, you can chime in on social media or on the website bxab.com. Wherever you want to leave the request, we'll find it, and we will add it to the list, give you a huge shout-out, and, uh, and get this game played and, and give you a review on it. All right. What you got next for us, Jay? That's been Retro Relapse. Next up is a little special segment. It's basically rapid-fire questions from me to the other host and the producer. Here we go, guys. I want the the answers to come right off the top of your head, so there, there's no thinking about these questions. Do we understand? Rapid-fire retro? It's pretty much rapid-fire retro. Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> All right. I got a little grease on these from the food. A little bit of grease from my filly. Swig of water. Okay. Swig of water for the working man. Stone cold. (laughs) This is retro themed, so I don't want any current stuff. But we're gonna go, and we're just gonna it's gonna get to uh, get to know a little bit more about us real quick. And here it is. What is your favorite retro game system you've ever owned? Chops. Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. Doom. Doom. Original Game Boy. Original Game Boy. Sega Dreamcast. Myself. Okay. Your favorite. (laughs) This kind of defeated this. Your favorite portable, which he already answered. Go. 
Oh, Game Boy. Game original Game Boy. Original Game Boy. Game Boy Advance for me. That's I fell in love with the Game Boy Advance, and we're gonna go with Game Boy again, right? Gotta go with the okay. classic gray brick. Fantastic. All right. So. What is your favorite NES game? This is perfect, leading up to our to our uh, brackets that we got going. But your favorite NES game? Uh, Chops. Quicker. Mega Man. Mega Man original. Ethan. Bubble Bopple. Yep, and Metroid. Favorite SNES game? Go. Oh shit. Um, Super Mario World. Super Mario World. Ethan. Donkey Kong Country Part Two. Why Part Two? Uh, Diddy's Quest because it is it is the best Super Nintendo game. Okay, Super Metroid, the best NES SNES game. Not as good as Diddy's Quest. Eh, wrong. You've been you've been eliminated from this. <laughs> in your opinion, uh, we're, we're going to make the cut. At... Is this our new show? In in my opinion, no, no, it's not actually. But <laughs> but in your opinion, we're going to make the cut. We're going to make the cut at the Sega Genesis. Between the between the SNES Sega Genesis, who had the best graphics? Chops. Between the what? The, between the what? Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. No, nope. Don't think about Super it. Nintendo. Go. Super Nintendo. Ethan. Super Nintendo absolutely looked better. You can't beat that Mode Seven. He's got I it. I don't right. know what you're talking. It's about. Super Nintendo across the board. What system brought the most fun for you? Chops. Sega Genesis? And they didn't own a Super Nintendo. No, not between those two. I mean, oh, retro. Oh, oh, retro. In general? Cut, the cutoff of our normal retro cutoff being GameCube, Xbox, PS2. 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 Ethan. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Four-player co-op. You yep. know I'm all about the couch co-op. Yep. And that was the, the highlight of it. The, the height. Yeah, that is true. N64 is hard to beat. Oh. Followed by a close second. This is the only category that my, dream, my, my big boy Dreamcast doesn't win. Because sixty four takes takes it definitely. How many hours per day did you play video games back around uh, when you were a kid playing Genesis? Six or seven? Every, yeah, per day. Yeah, it was up there. It was up there. What about you, Ethan? There. So I didn't have that generation of system until I was older. But my my friends, uh, rainy day, two houses down, we were playing Donkey Kong Country or, or Batman Returns like mad. So on rainy days, we could put six hours into Super Nintendo. So uh, let's go ahead and just average it off. Let's say three hours. Yeah, I would pretty side, often. I would side more with Chops and probably say six. I, I played a lot of video games and my schoolwork between handheld and console. Absolutely. Recess, yeah. you're playing Pokemon? Come on. Okay, so here it is. Scenario question. If you had 100 random kids at your school back in the day, how many of them do you think played Robo Pit? One. <laughs> One sad little How many jacks. of them do you think played Tekken 3? I know of at least four other kids that played Tekken 3 because they lived in my neighborhood. Interesting. And how many of them played Metroid? Five, <laughs> not a whole lot. So there you have it. Some of your favorite games. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's so sad. You need to enjoy RoboPit. I know. Damn right? it. There you go. You guys thought I was going to say Mario, and then we just say a hundred. <clears throat> All right. So next up, moving on. Up. Let me see here. Um, what do you like more, Sonic or Mario? Mario. 
Ethan. Super Mario? Mine's got to be Sonic. I'm going to go Sonic. I really like. I didn't have an SNES back when I was a kid. Sonic is my boy. He taught me my ways, and then I played a little Mario after. Mario's good, but Sonic. I don't know. He's he's got a special place in my heart. <laughs> that bar, that place in your heart is in the dumpster because the majority <laughs> of Sonic games are garbage. I'm not talking about the games currently, jackass. But back then, Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic, Sonic CD, Legend of the Ring, Sonic, Sonic Spinball. Those were all glorious. Sonic um, 3D Blast. Sonic Adventures. Sonic Adventures Two. Sonic R. Sonic Colors. Sonic Dimensions. Sonic, Sonic Generation. Those, those aren't even real. Sonic, Sonic No Sega, Pants Dance. When Sega stopped Sonic being Sonic Spider Man. Shut your goddamn mouth about Sonic! I will stab you in the face. Captain Eggman's Messy Bean Machine. <laughs> Sonic and Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Pit. Uh, <laughs> Sonic okay. Pit Fighter. <laughs> All right, so with the with the background that we have, uh, I ask this simple question. Do you think video games are a good thing for kids to play? And the answer would be yes, 50-50, or all bad? Well, yes, 100%. 100%. Why? Because. Okay, good answer. <laughs> Ethan? If I didn't have video games, I might have learned how to read. Uh, <laughs> so probably not the best for kids. Wow. But my kids are going to play video games, so I'm going to say good for kids. I mean, I you learn problem solving and, uh, you know. Patience. Get to go on an adventure. Yeah, I think. My video- children will never have real adventures. <laughs> I <from> think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think video games uh, are, are good, definitely are good. And I think it, it comes down to parenting and stuff like that if they, if they turn into a problem. But I believe video games can do a lot of great things for people, you know, um, as far as just joy, if you, as far as trying to uh, deal with some sort of pain or loss or something like that like games games can do a lot for you so um you know i think in the right in the right setting they can be great and when you're trying to ignore problems yeah exactly when you don't want to deal with real world <laughs> just go into a video game sweep your garbage yeah. under the rug and play some games okay so back in the day when we had this thing called homework right God, i still have homework yeah back when it's we had homework shorts. do you think all these video games uh, were distracting or do you think that they helped you because they helped you balance the, the stress of homework versus the... Completely distracting. Completely, completely distracting. distracting. Really? Yeah. I don't want to do homework. I want to play video games. Okay. I think I actually did a really good job not playing video games until my homework was done until... College. Until a game called Metroid Prime. I remember, <laughs> uh, I remember yes. having a math class and my, my grades going down decently because there was about three or four weeks where every day I would come home and just play Metroid Prime and then, you know, I wasn't doing my math studies. Yeah. I, I was, um, I was, was an adult a, at that point. I was college. Huge distraction for me would have been called uh, Fantasy Star on mm-hmm. the Dreamcast, which basically... I don't know how I passed some of my classes, but I did. Um, so I say video games are good. They're not a distraction. I got through it. I po- wasn't an A student. Pokemon in class. <laughs> desk, oh, desktop open. <laughs> yes. Playing inside while pretending to look for something. <laughs> and Absolute, then closing it. Absolutely. I, I played that game many, many times. All right. Last question. Do you see yourself playing video games for the rest of your life? Physically, if I can, yes. Okay, that's a good answer. It depends answer. on where they go that's from good, now on. Yeah, right, exactly. If it goes all VR, you're fucked. Oh, as soon as I reach 35, I'm screwed. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's in six years. So, 
Um, what about what about you, Ethan? I don't enjoy many things in life. <laughs> wow! But I Good do. Start. En- this is deep. But I do enjoy video games, so I don't imagine that I will ever get away from video games. Yeah, I love video games and and definitely plan on uh, playing games for the rest of my life as long as I can. Yes. So there you have it. Just a fun little uh, rapid fire. Some questions. Get to know the uh, the host and the producer a little bit better of the re- the Legend of Retro. I guarantee most of my answers are incorrect because I had couldn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee. Shout out to Rashid Wallace from the Pistons back in the day. Uh, that all of my answers are correct. That's right. Okay. okay. I think that was fun though. That's you good. Know? Yeah. yeah that was pe- fun. People get to know us a little bit better that way. All right. So <laughs> just what they never wanted. Yeah. What we're gonna do is we're gonna follow that up with user emails. Woo-hoo. So, guys, here we go. Here's emails. And not what we got. Here is the first question from Retro Mike. He's been he's been a little MIA here, but Retro Mike uh, has... Million Dollar Mike, yeah. if you would. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> so here we go. His question. What is one retro classic that you are embarrassed you have never played? Mine is Mario 64. Oh, wow. It came out at a time when my friends were way better at games than me, and this was one game I just had a lot of fun watching. In the same note, what retro games are you... Sorry, what retro games are on your list to go back and play? My top ones are Mario 64, Wind Waker, and Donkey Kong 64. For some reason, I do not remember playing DK64 at all. So, first one, what are you which game are you retro game are you embarrassed that you never played? Mine's easy. I don't remember ever playing the original Smash Brothers on the 64. As big of a game as it was, and as much as everyone loved it, I really don't remember putting any time into that game. And then like I said last week, I I jumped into Brawl and Melee. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, Melee. No. Me- melee's on the GameCube, yeah, 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 Brawl's yeah, on sorry, the Wii. Yeah, Melee, Melee. And uh, and just like realized, wow, how come I never played this game before? So that would probably be one that I just can't believe I never played. I don't know. I guess I'm not so much embarrassed about this because I don't, I've never wanted to play it, but I think people would be embarrassed. I think you guys would be embarrassed of me. I have no desire to ever play Final Fantasy VII. I just don't care. Wow. Never played it. I it's watched, I watched everybody. my friend play it and I was like, it's not. Yeah, for it doesn't look fun to me. I mean, I could say that about like I own complete in the box mint Chrono Trigger. I've never played Chrono Trigger. Never played it either. I watched I Sci-Fi have. AJ play it one time at my apartment. Yeah, it looks cool. I don't know. He was doing magic with some frog or something. Yeah. I don't know. So what's for me? What about you, chaps? It's hard for me. I don't think I've ever played Super Metroid, and I don't <sighs> think I've ever played F Zero. Cut! Cut! Mm. Cut the feed! Cut the feed! I'm going to kill him with his microphone. Um. You've never played F Zero? I don't think I've ever played F Zero. You've played Wipeout, Any so you F-Zero pretty much game. played F Zero. Yeah, F Zero X for the N sixty four is amazing. I'm not yes. a huge fan of racing games, so uh, that's probably why I've never played it. I feel like there's something else that I'm missing, other than like I can't count it. Um, um I can't remember what I was going to say now. Okay, two, I thought of two more. Two more. Okay. Um, so piggybacking off Mike's. I'm a big Donkey Kong fan. I've never once 
ever touched Donkey Kong 64. I could have played it at a store back in the day, but I've never popped it in and played it. So that's sort of I you know I love Rare. I, guess I, I love Donkey rem- Kong Country. I don't remember Donkey Kong 64 either. Was there a Donkey, Donkey- Kong 64 game? Yeah, Donkey Kong yeah. 64. It was made by Rare, was and it, it was was it similar to Donkey Kong Country style or no? No, it, it's it like was, Mario 64. Yeah, it's like Mario 64, like Banjo Kazooie. Oh, I've like, never played that either. Then yeah, yeah, I have it. It's a yellow cartridge. Yeah, yeah, and they came, and they even made a special 64 that was the jungle green see through system mm-hmm. uh, with the banana peel controller. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played that. And yeah. another game, actually, another series Great that game. I, I, you know, early, uh, last week on the uh, the BXAP podcast, I mentioned that I played Resident Evil Revelation on the 3DS. That's the only Resident Evil game I've ever played. So I've never played any of the original Resident Evil games. Wow, yeah, I'm a little embarrassed wow. of that one. That one, yeah, that's that's. I watched rough. some friends play. I may have touched them a little bit back in the day, but not really like played it. You Those know? are also hard games to go back and play, though. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, okay, so the follow-up question to that then is, what retro games are on your list to go back and play? Uh, Dinosaurs for oh, Hire. Damn it, you took mine. <laughs> damn it, Dinosaurs for Hire for sure. Yeah, I want to go. Um, I've also really wanted to go back. I mean, the reason why I paid all the money for it is I want to go back and actually play. Not that I really actually I can't say go back and play because I never initially played it, but I want to play Earthbound. Yeah. You know, I went and put all that money into a real copy because I want to, you know, I want to put some time into it, and I have started, and it seems to be really cool. So, those would be a couple, definitely right off the top of my head that I that I definitely want to revisit. I'd like to play Earthbound. I've never played it, and I'm like not embarrassed by that because most people haven't played Earthbound. True. Uh, so now that it's going to be available on the new 3DS for download for what was it? Ten bucks or something eight, like that. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Yeah, I'll probably go ahead and give Earthbound a do- uh, Earthbound a download and give it a try. And then uh, another one that I'm I'm really excited to go back and and re uh, re get into is the original Legend of Zelda because I don't think my fiance has ever experienced it, and that game uh, meant so much to me as a child for just creating a sense of adventure in video games. I know we've talked about that a ton on this show, but I would love just to sit down for maybe a couple hours and watch her play it or, or help her play it just so she can have that little piece of my childhood that really meant a lot to me if i could find the map you want to borrow it i might take you up on that if not <clears> i'm I, sure I it's on it's on it, it might be on a website called google.com yes but it's not doesn't have the dales no oh, the dales map. Uh, notations in there that's true yeah um Man, that's a good question, though. I, I, I can't I, think of one another one. Another one that I would definitely do that I've 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 revisited so many times, and I've and it's it sits in my GameCube, is uh, Fantasy Star Online version one and two is what it's called. Uh, it, it's obviously the Dreamcast version, just re re. But I've I've gone back and just I just go back and play that game all the time. I love that game. It's it's hasn't aged the greatest, but it's just Fantasy Star to me. It, it, you can't beat it. I love it. I do you want to go back and play Pokemon Blue on the 3DS because I haven't done that yet? And that, I mean, I'm going back and playing Pokemon Red right now, so there you go. There's a couple other ones. Come on, you got to have one. I don't know. Chops you, always, oh, Chops, wouldn't you oh. go back and play Mega Man Legends? Would you go back and play I Valkyria Chronicles? It's it's a revisit. Oh, I thought you meant for the first time. No, you, you meant, revisit. Oh, well, yeah, Mega Man Legends. God, I would love to play that again. Did you say Valkyria Chronicles? No, I didn't say that. Piece of shit. God. <laughs> I think I heard Valkyria Garbage. Chronicles. Garbage. Chronicles. Uh, 
you know, dumpster fire game. <laughs> there it is, dumpster fire. Uh, we got one out of them. Uh, yeah, Mega Man Legends would be fun. Uh, 64 version 2. Yeah, I would love to play Mega Man and, 64 um, for again. I haven't played Ca- that in a oh, long time. Castlevania 64, because it was a fucking hard-ass Which game, one? but I want to beat it so bad. The one where they had, like, at one point you had nitroglycerin, and you had to, like, walk it through the whole level. It was 3D. If I'm one of the Castlevanias on N64 is actually unbeatable because like the it, there's a point where I think it, it's that one. Yeah, I own uh, Sci-Fi AJ bought it for me for my birthday two years ago because he know or maybe it was just this past year because he knows I love me some Castlevania and uh, you know I played it for a couple hours but I think you do get to a point where it's kind of unbeatable. Oh, interesting. We'll look into that. Donkey Kong Country too. I really I love it's, lo- it's a lot of fun and Ellen and I, I were just like playing play it yesterday. Again. Ooh, Kirby. Original Kirby. Oh, yeah. I went, I, because I have the Kirby collection oh. on Wii, so I went through and played that recently. Oh, God. I'm just thinking of all these great <laughs> games I played growing up. I'm sorry. Wario Land. Yes, I. Wario Land 2. Mm. And, well, I, I guess one I really enjoyed, but two I really like because it opened up, like, the whole, a bunch of new stuff. So Wario Land about- on the Virtual Boy. Here's the thing sure. about, here's the thing about Wario Land. I, about a year back, went, popped it in, uh, in my Retron 5. And the pacing of it is really slow. It's very strange. You don't you don't notice it so much playing it on Game Boy and you know twenty years ago or whatever. But you pop it in and play it now, and it the whole game is paced really slow. Well, the two is a little bit faster, I okay. think. But it's it's a very different style of game because you have like different hats that you can pick yeah. up, and then you break through walls or secret tons of secret stuff throughout the whole game. It's like a, a mix of a Kirby game with a Mario game. Prior to Pokemon. Wario Land was my favorite Game Boy game. It is so much yeah. fun. So much fun. I have one that I think will be great. a big surprise to you guys that you probably didn't even know actually I played back in the day, but it's Super Metroid. You're a turd. <laughs> you are a turd. But I would revisit that bitch because Here's I do all the time. a game I wish both of you would go back and play. If it, is it Robo Pit? It is Robo Pit. Yeah. I want you two to play Robo Pit so bad. Actually, so bad. actually, to be real though, an RPG that I would love to go back and play, I have it too, is Legit- Gold- Golden Sun. Oh, Golden Sun. Yeah. Oh, that game is so good. That was one of the first advanced games that I played RPG-wise, yep. where like, you you make these choices for advancing your character that you cannot reverse. Yep. So if you don't do it correctly, you just fucked like, the best possible combination you could have had. Yeah. Oh, Golden Sun. Good game. You get hunting gins and... Oh. Yep, very God, good, very it. good. Advance Wars, the first one. Yeah, <laughs> we could go on forever with this. So we're just going to say, hey, great question. Thanks, Retro Mike. Retro Mike. Mr. DB. We could go on forever with this. So um, next up, we have uh, Braden chiming in. So Braden wants to say, I know you are some hardcore retro gamers. I recently saw the Mega Man re- uh, Legacy for the PS4. I almost grabbed it off the shelf when something hit, hit me like a brick. Is it actually acceptable to play retro games on a modern system? I mean, the feels are there, but it's just not the same. How do you all feel about this? Yours truly, Braden, Braden, Bo Braden, Fanana, Nana, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's completely acceptable because most of these retro games you're not going to be able to play unless you get them on the newer systems. Unless you go out, find a system, find the game, and it still works. I think... If you own a newer Nintendo system, it's all you got to play anyway. Yeah, so right. I mean, it's true. <laughs> no, I I totally think it's acceptable, and I think uh, Mega Man for the PS4 it, it works in, really per- well. in particular works great. 
and the cha- and the extra modes that they built in that you didn't get in the in the you know original games like challenge mode creates a whole other aspect to the game that uh, you know I've I've really enjoyed and I think other people have too. Well, and they've had Mega Man Eight come out originally on the PlayStation. True, you know original. Yeah. So like they're still coming out with retro back in the day they were still coming out with retro versions on the newer system yeah absolutely so I mean I think Legacy is definitely worth picking up even downloading it for fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, uh, is it's a great game um, and you get to play Mega Man you know in a little bit of a it's still the original game but in my opinion it runs it runs better it runs much better and the challenge mode is a blast right so I would it's worth it just for the challenge mode in my opinion but I know one thing that I'm a, I'm a big fan of is some of these downloads either be at the you know the Nintendo eShop or you know PlayStation Store uh, getting games that normally would be really expensive. We're talking about getting playing Earthbound for eight bucks in the 3DS. That's all, like a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar cartridge. You exactly. know, that's another bit great point. I have Super Castlevania that I download on my Wii. That's a at least forty forty five dollar cartridge loose. I got it for like six bucks on my Wii. So I'm right now. I really want to play Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You can download it on PS3 for like nine bucks. That's way better than the forty-five to sixty dollars you're going to pay for a copy of Symphony of the Night. So there's a certain amount, like for my for my budget, as much as you know, similar to to Jay, I really do love collecting games. For those high price games, I really have to go. Well, if I want to play it, I'm going to download it, save my bucks, and you know, like I could play four classic games. For ten dollars each, compared to me dropping forty dollars for my copy of like Super Metroid or something like that, or Castlevania. See, for many of my for many of my collection, the the big ticket stuff, I ended up getting some really good deals on. I wouldn't know, like I wouldn't if I didn't have eh, if I wouldn't have gotten Earthbound, you know, fifty sixty dollars under value, then I probably would I would have never bought it. But still, it was a very expensive cartridge. But the like what he said, the accessibility to being able to play Earthbound for eight bucks, even Super Mario World, the cartridge goes twenty five dollars. I mean, that's still that's half of a new game that you're that you're paying for this this old game. You still have to have the system. You still, still have, have to have TV to hook the it TV up to that's going to run on properly unless you're running a Retron, which then you still have to have a Retron. Versus if you already have a system in place like a Wii U, like a PS4, like you know that that have the has that game available for it, then I think uh, you know. It's uh, 100% okay to to play it on there. Will it necessarily feel like, right? You know, I would rather play Super Metroid on a Super Nintendo than I would like to play it on a Wii U controller or a uh, 3DS. But, you know, you, it's you got to pick and choose. You know, I like having both, in all honesty. But there you have it. Thank you for the question, Braden. Go get Mega Man Legacy. Go you will it. not be disappointed, and then you can actually try to beat me in Craig's challenge, which it's not going to happen, but you can try. All right, we're gonna we're gonna close this off with a little email from our buddy Dee Dee. So here we go. Sup, pervs? It's your boy, Dirty Dylan. If you had to catch Mewtwo, but instead of a regular Pokemon battle. Your Pokemon had to use its mad sex moves to bang Mewtwo into submission. Who do you pick? <laughs> Catch them all, DD. <laughs> I, I think, think I'm gonna catch it. I think, I think I'm gonna catch an STD. You just reading yeah, that catch guy's them all question is the is the yeah. diseases you get. Right? I think DD might have listened to our Pokemon episode. He might have. 
Uh, he might be mad that Mewtwo didn't make it to the finals, and that's why he's punishing us with this question. But if I had to pick a Pokemon because of its sex ability to get Mewtwo to uh, submit... Out of all of them? Are we thinking, like, one the original? Uh, I, I, I say you can... I would... Let's go all of them. Let's get diverse with it. I, I, I have one right out. Go for it. Go for it. Marowak. Working that bone. <laughs> God. Wow! Just get that bone in there. Wow! Ooh. That Pokemon's a mother. That's what? a milf Pokemon. I, I'm, I'm blanking on the Pokemon I want to pick, but it's the giant ball of fucking tentacles. Like, Tangela or Tangrowth? Tangela. Tangrowth is Tangrowth the evolution. Is, is the yeah. hefty version? Yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, I think he could do some crazy ass bond, bondage, <laughs> bondage and penetration moves all at the same time. I'm gonna go gangbang mode. I'm gonna go <laughs> Reggie Gigas, <laughs> but it's gonna be Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, and Reggie Rock. And then they try to gangbang, and then they just turn into Reggie Gigas and just dominate Mewtwo. Nice, wow. Okay. Fist action, flaming ice. Grindy rock. I feel. I feel sad that we answered this question. Honestly, this is. This is. This I po- want to keep going. Pokemon. Um, can we Pokemon. give a shot to Lickitung? I was gonna use Lickitung. Ooh, I was thinking. What was Lickitung's uh, uh, evolve form? Uh, Lick Licky. Lick Licky. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, Jinx could have a really. If Mewtwo was uh, was packing. Jinx could technically. Let's assume that Mewtwo is packing. Then Jinx could DSLs. definitely um, put put a put a dick sucking job Suck on him, him dry. And, and he'd just be because because we all know when it's all said and done, you, you just want to take a nap. Well, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So he just falls asleep. You throw him in your sack, and you know just carry him away. How about uh, you don't even know you don't even need a pokeball? No master ball needed. Oh no, master ball needed. See, I'm gonna go with uh, how about some Wob effect? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's basically just a stationary Ooh. dildo. Yeah. <laughs> it just wobbles back and forth. The sad part is it, Nintendo is upset with us now because we're actually giving away all of its secrets about how much sex-related Pokemon is. It's got a Pokemon come out with butt. We come all know Torkoal, that Torkoal yeah, yeah. head. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. People didn't have to come up with too much creative control when they came up with all this crazy Pokemon porn. They just look at the Pokemon and go, yep, that could be a penis. What looks like, what's shaped like a penis? <laughs> Tentacruel. Tentacruel for our yeah. uh, tentacle friends. Yeah, and then we got uh, Scary Vagina. Uh, which is the uh, the clam ghostly guy? Cloister. Cloister. Yeah, I just call him Scary Vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about cave herpes too. Oh, Zubat. 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 Shout out to Zubat. Yeah, Zubat. Shout out to cave herpes. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to think of some more, but you know, you I can't think, think of any. You think account. of some more Arceus? <laughs> it could yeah, just be heavenly. Ooh, Chops, I was thinking Hoopa Unchained because all these <laughs> all these fists everywhere. Oh dear God, oh, Chops, you keep thinking about this and you you post about it on uh, Facebook. People come uh, come interact with you. Okay. Yep. All right, guys. Well, DD, thanks for the question as always, guys. We've uh, we've ran a little long. We're gonna get out of here, but make sure to check out the BXAB podcast and the Re- the Legend of Retro every Tuesday, Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and of course the website bxab.com. We'd like to thank DetroitBeardCollective.com for our sponsorship. And uh, make sure to check out their website, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use our code BXAP. Save 20% on all orders over $25. And don't forget, send us 
any way you can. Social media, email, uh, you can flag, mail. Us, flag us down in the streets if you see us coming. Smoke Drones, signals. what is your favorite original Nintendo Forest game? Fires. Because next week on The Legend of Retro, we are going to argue and go through NES Madness. It's a 32-game bracket tournament to determine what is the best NES is game. Is this uh, NES Madness? Is that when NES meets Marble Madness and we just talk about marble-based games in the NES? So Marble Madness is going to be on the list. <laughs> So is Master Blaster. Perfect. So is Wall Street. We might Kid. even get into an argument getting it down to 32 games. We are going to. It's going to be an argument. We're going to have a fist I fight. Will, that's why I'm going to let you guys decide. I do not want to be a part of that's it. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for thanks for tuning in. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. This has been episode 10 of The Legend of Retro. We will see you next week. And uh, just remember, keep gaming. Go lurk. He's just a straight up <laughs> ice rock thing putting that cold, hard dick right to Mewtwo. Well, see ya! Well, see ya! Marowak.